Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Brick Cave Podcast. Oh, I should not do that. My name is Bob Nelson. I am uh, one of your hosts for this fantastic uh, event, which really sort of happens infrequently. (laughs) Joining me today is the wonderful and always talented uh, Jennifer Windrow, who I cannot think of any cool, <laughs> clever That's thing okay, to introduce her with. <laughs> I have brain, I'm brain dead from teenagers. Literally, so okay, so. <laughs> literally, I said to her, I said, I'm, I can't think of anything, so you're going to have to save me. And I'm not going to save you. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm you out. Let me flounder. She's <laughs> out. She's done. Peace out. She's been teenagered to death. <laughs> yes, I have. My goodness. So um, we do have a guest today joining us is the lovely Patience Allen uh, with Bonnie Books. Yes. Hello, hello. Hello, Patience Allen. Hello. And we're going to um, talk to you in just a moment but i do need to make sure everybody knows we are here in the lovely university of phoenix podcast room at the mesa chamber of commerce in beautiful downtown mesa arizona where we do this podcast whenever we can get everybody in the same room at the same time we're all all available so yes yes (laughs) which has been hard lately (laughs) so uh patience welcome tell us a little bit about patience oh thank you yes um i have a bookstore it's a pop-up bookstore called Bonnie Books that we uh, started in 2014. So it's been really exciting. It's been a, a little bit of a, not really a challenge. I'd say it's been a, a learning experience. So it's been just my, my passion. Uh, and it's my hobby slash passion because so I have a day job. Let me ask you, because um, I'm curious about the idea of a pop-up bookstore. And, and you know, obviously, clearly I'm asking this merely for you to explain because I've been through a lot of this journey with you. Yes. So I do understand a lot of this. But I think... I think there's an interesting story to tell in the fact that this is a non-traditional, you know, kind of sort of brick and mortar, but not brick and mortar business. So why is it a pop-up? Exactly. Why um, is it a pop-up? It's a pop-up because it is, um, it's my, it, it, it's my research is what I, what I'm kind of calling it okay. because my dream is when I graduate from the day job. I want to really put my heart into my passion, which is reading and encouraging um, encouraging people to find what they love and to do what they love because I feel like books make you brave and, and that's kind of what it what it does. And, and hopefully there will be a brick and mortar, but for now we've got a pop-up where I can actually serve the local authors in the area who, who would like to ha- be everywhere but can't be everywhere. So we help them be in more places. Mm. Is that kind of what you wanted? So pop-up books, yeah, we yeah. kind of just set up. A little, a little sample, a couple, maybe a, I would say anywhere from 25 titles to a couple hundred titles in one place, depending on the event and how large it is, how small it is. We do a small setup in the bookstore, which is, or not the bookstore, but in uh, coffee shops, which is just a quick pop-up, 15, my favorite 15 titles that I think relate to the event, or a full-on 10 by 10 tent where I bring in as much books as I can and introduce them to as many people as I can. So it kind of depends on the event that yes. you're going to. Yep. So we do locals. We do um, small publishers, large publishers. We bring out as much as we can to get that variety there. So you do how many events a year? I would say we do about 24 a year. We have monthly events. So a couple every month uh, yep. on average. We have about two to th- two to five every month. Okay. So that's a lot of stuff. That's that is. That is. A that's a busy amount. schedule. It yeah. is. It's fun though. I love it. It's not really work. It's just. It's fun. It's so, fun. Um, what? Uh, tell me about this. Uh, this concept because this. This is non-traditional, mm-hmm. right? You know, we we have 
traditionally been led to believe, hey, if you need a book, you go to the bookstore, you go to Amazon, you go online, you just buy the book. This, you know, clearly there is an opportunity mm -hmm. for this sort of representative temporary installation. It's almost like a temporary art installation in some ways, right? Right. Um, we're what meeting, have you learned? Like, so what well, I think we're meeting people where they are. Right. So we go, uh, today everything is online, everything is, is very impersonal, and so we find those niches where people are really gathering and meeting each other, sharing ideas, um, and just relaxing and having a good time, like a coffee shop, or um, a local fair, mm -hmm. or um, even just a big community event where storytellers gather. So we try to take advantage of those opportunities to, to really share and encourage. So here's a loaded question. A Who's loaded your question. favorite independent author and small publisher? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, my favorite small publishers. That's Brickade Media, of course. <laughs> You're so awesome. I know. And I can't say who because I'm going to meet with a couple of authors tomorrow. If I don't say the right name, I could be in trouble. Well, just think of who you're in the room with right now. <coughs> All right. Yeah, I don't think she's read anything of mine. <laughs> yeah. So no, I haven't read yours, but no. I you did pass out quite a few. Yes, you did. <laughs> I did. I so um, in addition to Bonnie Books, yes. um, you also participate. You help organize a local poetry event. I do, District 4 Poetry. So, so tell us about that. It's District 4 because it's in uh, Mesa, which is District 4. We do it at a local coffee shop, Jared's Coffee, Tea, and Gallery. And I, I just love his environment. It's very welcoming, very open. Uh, you get a variety of people who come in with different ideas and talents. And what we do is uh, third Thursdays of every month we meet there, we do an open mic for poets. We've got about three to five minutes to read some poetry. It's a very casual environment everyone's very encouraging we've even seen um you know kids as young as 12 read and and it's just been a very welcoming place and we get a lot of every week someone comes up to me and says hey i've never read in public before and this was really comfortable so i love Jen, to have support you ever done those. poetry not poetry no so but if i, I if I, I challenge you on the podcast and said hey would you bring us a poem next week or next I month, could try. You you Actually, could do, do a haiku. Come. I could try. Can Cheat. you try it? Do can it be haiku. dirty? Cheat and do a haiku. Do a dirty <laughs> haiku. Well, we're not censored <laughs> on this show. Do a dirty we're not dirty limerick. On this show, do it. I, I actually write it. a character in one of my books who recites dirty limericks all the time. Oh, so. well, she's already go. got something to so pull out the bag. We got this. All right. So next week, next next show. No, not next week. Not no, because you you. Oh yeah, we've got somebody else next week. We got special guests. I'm not doing that by in a week. All right, next month. Then I will write a poem. It'll be the Gen Poetry Hour. Oh, that's good. Well, That'll be fun. The Gen Poetry seven and a <laughs> half it. minutes poem. <laughs> or five seconds, or five. depending I'll, on I'll, All right. I'll promise you if you bring a poem, I will bring a poem as well. Okay. All right. Very I'm good. not I've never written poetry before, so I don't I, I cut my teeth on poetry, so I organized poetry for so like twenty years. Much better than mine. No. <laughs> no, I no, I didn't say I was any good at it. I just said I wrote poetry for a long time. So yeah, um, not good. So patience. Yes, you do yes, some other back, stuff as well, right? Yes. So um, you help organize a writers' conference. I do. <laughs> <laughs> the Cirque de Livre, right? Yeah, Livre. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I always say it wrong. I try uh, to add right. a little fancy to it. You, you know, I, a little, uh, little I love it. it. I do because it, you know, I just it's always fun. So um, talk about that. 
Oh, it's uh, April, it's April every year. I think it's around 24th April. Twenty fourth through the twenty. I know it's really say, early in the spring. Like a couple months ago. Yeah. It's in the spring. <laughs> I love it. I really do. It's it's a place where authors get together, and it's for authors by authors, um, and they pull in some publishers, right? Don't you pull in? Well, some at least publishers? one. <laughs> yeah, we got we have at least one publisher <laughs> that shows one. up. We pull in at least one. Um, so. so we just try to really help uh, local authors who have published, who haven't published. Uh, figure out their craft a little bit more, hone that in, and also give them the full spectrum. So sometimes we'll have uh, guests come in to talk about, you know, book covers, book content, um, how to work with booksellers, how to work with publishers. I mean, it covers pretty much everything that they would need to know to get so started full to disclosure. get better. No. No, I'm, just, I'm making no, no. You're totally good. I thought just, I heard that. I'm full disclosing that another person in this room might actually be the executive director of that of that well, writer's company. Well, you know, people need to know. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to pull wool over anybody's eyes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's leading. Going Not that on, there's anything know. going on there, but we're I good. We're good. But I love that one. That one's really fun. It is actually. A lot I think of fun. it is so great it, to see people just jump in and they give real feedback to each other, and you can just see the excitement and you could see the creativity flowing and the encouragement. So um, let's talk a little bit more about Bonnie. So what kinds of things do you do to build community through Bonnie? Like, well, how can people get engaged with Bonnie books? Uh, we do, we try to do as many local events as we can. We have a book club that we're starting up. That's sort of a once a quarter book club because you know, it's hard to get reading done, especially I saw that you posted a title. That, what's yeah, the first how book? are you? Wicked Saints. I'm curious about that. Actually. Wicked Saints. <laughs> yes. Um, for, for Wicked Saints, that one we chose because um, it's, I just recently read it. It was really exciting. It kind of covered romance a little bit, some sci-fi, some little bit of fantasy. Um, it felt like it had a little bit for everyone. Uh, it was a quick read, so that was another thing that I like. Who's that it's that a by? quick read. Nancy knows oh, it. Oh, she's unprepared. I am prepared. We got her. It's right we here don't on have my your phone. notes. So well, I didn't even make a script, <laughs> so, I you know, whatever. We I'm totally said improv. I want to say it's Nancy Duncan, but I could be wrong. I know the last name. Are you Duncan. looking, are you doing it with local authors, or are you just kind of picking any author? Uh, I'm just picking uh, any author. I've, um, I can pick some local authors, but I haven't. Uh, my stack is pretty large, and I try to mix them in between, so I haven't hit a local author yet in that yeah. in that list. It's so how many how many I people read like do you, three or four uh, books? How many people do you have participating right now? Man, this is going to be our first quarter. Oh, okay. So this yeah. is the first one. Okay. It's the first one. Okay. It's the first so one. So if people want to participate, they can how, still do it. How do they get? How do they go to web? Go. They can go to the website. Yeah. Uh, or yep, bonniebooks.com. Bonnie with a Y, <laughs> B O N N Y. Uh, or they can go to Facebook, which is uh, Facebook. We've got Bonnie Books there. It's Bonnie Bookstore. Um, and I had it up, and I don't know why. It just didn't save it for me. But anyway, I'll send it. Okay. We yeah, posted we'll, it. We'll it's on it our Facebook, and it's well, on we'll our website. You, we'll link to you in the description of the show. So that's fine. Don't worry about that. Thanks. Hey, You're awesome. That's what we're here for. So we, we love do. it. That's so what we're we do doing at that. the Brick Podcast. <laughs> that's <laughs> our other way to reach out and to greet with people. We also have uh, Meet Your Literary Community coming up. That's going to be October the 5th. Ooh, what's that? And that is downtown Phoenix. They um, bring a bunch. It's, it's, there's a farmer's market there, and they bring together a bunch of people that that month or that day, they're going to bring a sideline of authors. Usually there's about 20 or 30 authors, and everyone gets an open mic opportunity. We like to be there to just meet new authors and, and introduce them to each other. 
And then also what we do is we build a community poem. So everyone that stops by gets to leave a line for the poem and we'll put that up on our website um, just to kind of keep it fun. So I really love it. I think it's great. Duh. So, um, <laughs> duh, 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 duh. really? Do <laughs> <laughs> what? This is how I break things up. I just do, do weird, make weird guttural sounds that just kind of like throw fine. everything out and make things weird. Um, so, you, fall, busy fall. time of year, right? So busy. Yes. Um, you know, we're getting into September. Everybody starts to fall back into their rhythms of being back in school. Mm -hmm. Jen actually gets maybe a, a bit of rest. Yeah. Maybe well, not. I don't think so. <laughs> maybe not. So um, zombie for the rest of the school year. <laughs> uh, how old are yours this year? 14 and 12. Freshman and a junior high. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fun. Ooh. All right. Well, so <laughs> Jen is not I'm going to be a example. zombie for the rest Jen's of the year. Jen's not a good example of that. <laughs> no. but, um, but you, you know, September, October, October's got got that Halloween. great holiday. My favorite holiday of the I year. I love it. Yeah. They do the trick or treat down Main Street, which we're participating in this year. Uh huh. So we'll have some authors doing scary stories at Jared's okay. coffee shop. Uh huh. And we'll have a, a pub set up outside with a ten by ten tent. So we're going to have a full showing, and we'll have some, some author signings available. Uh, I'm sending out the the message to my authors. To so see if any you like to participate. Um, well, don't look at me. I'm looking at all of you. I'm the host of the podcast. I'm looking at all my authors. I'll participate. I'm looking at them. I need to get better at being more locally involved. Yeah, just jump in there. I just hang out, have a coffee, and people talk. That's all you got to do. Say well, hi. You say hi. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? What's up? What's up? Do people? like a speed reading for authors. Oh, that's fun. Have them come around and meet. Well, we tried you know. that. Didn't we at Cirque? We were doing a... Well, she's talking about readers. Oh, yeah. readers. Readers. Like readers. a speed dating. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Trunk or treat? That is a good idea. Do you want a real full-size candy bar? Because you got to sit and talk with me for three minutes. Yeah, like a speed dating. You give them a... <laughs> <laughs> Do you want the small, you know, miniature chocolate? It took me a minute to be like, what are you talking about? Like, I know I said that we weren't that kind of a show, but come on. Seriously. No, it's trunk or, trick or treat. Yeah, it'd be kind of fun to have speed dating for yeah. authors and, and have the readers come through. The author's sitting there and the readers just kind of, they might end up finding a book that they love that they never yeah. thought that oh, they no, would I'm in a million there. years. Exactly. So um, Small Business Saturday is yes. coming up in November. So Thanksgiving will be here before we know it, right? Oh, yeah. Um, too fast. I will be playing video games. What? Most of the entire weekend. Yeah, that's what that's. Cooking. So both of my daughters are, are of age where they live on their own. So they're like, yeah, whatever. We don't care. We'll come, maybe good. we'll come over and have turkey for a little while. But then we got to go party because we're tw mid-20s. <laughs> that's, that's what, what we, we do. do. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, so I'll be playing video games for most of the weekend. Although, um, for those of you that don't know, I, I also have a, a gig with our local chamber of commerce where mm -hmm. I send e people emails all day long and ask them to come to events <laughs> but um so that uh saturday is small business saturday mm -hmm. and you've got some stuff going on with that too yes we're, we're again going to be at jared's because we love working with him he's so much fun um we'll have some authors there we'll have we're going to try to our best to get some publishers there so that new authors who meet at jared's for for some feedback from other authors they have some some smaller groups that meet author groups that meet there uh, and we'd like to encourage them and give them a place to to read a little bit of their work and and hopefully 
get some feedback and get some some notification or some notoriety from local publishers that just kind of gives them something that they need to move forward and to keep them encouraged. So what um, what's the local publisher market look like to you? I, there's not very many out there that I've seen. So I have I to do a lot of research between now and then, see if I can pull in some people. Um, I may be able to pull in some of my my outside of Arizona, outside of Phoenix people to come in, but I, I haven't got anything confirmed yet. Okay. Well, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Yeah. You know, because I He's have trying my... trying to do his competition. I know. No, I well, no, I, I mean, I know, what, I know what There's I think couple. the market looks I've like. I've got a couple, but it's, I know it's what small, I think. The market I think. Looks like, but, um, From my perspective, it feels small <laughs> because I haven't run into many people who've given me their card to say, hey, I'm a publisher. I've got a list of books that I'd like to sell. Um, I've had probably, besides besides Bob, I've had a couple of people, maybe three, give me their card, but none of them have actually followed up after I've made connections with them. So <laughs> I don't know what Imagine happened to that. them. I don't know what happened to them. They're busy. But, you They're know, busy publishing. They get busy. They get busy doing We're their doing publisher it. thing. They're working. They're working. They're making books. They're making books. <laughs> and I, I'd like to kind of try to get some of those books and sell them, but, you know. So if you're a publisher out there listening right now, how do people get a hold of you, Patience? They can send me an email through or through Facebook uh, because I'm the one that answers all of the messages that go through Facebook. They can go to bonniebooks.com and send a notification there through the the uh, contact us or at uh, patients at bonniebooks.com. Very cool. And um, you do internet orders, right? People can order books through yes. your site. Yep. So if there's a... You know, let's say the readers group book or you want people to pick it up, they can order it through you. Yes, there's a link on there right now if they wanted to go in and order something themselves. But I'm not turning people away just because they didn't buy it from me because I feel like just reading and chatting about it is way more important than right than getting the sale. Them. So And they might want to write it read it on a Kindle. And exactly. And it will we do an audio book Yeah, we yeah. do audiobooks too. <coughs> so right now we've just started to offer the audiobooks, which I'm really excited about. So right now, um, what do you see happening in the publishing world? Like, what's your there's what's a lot your of merges going on from what I've seen on the the billboard. So I get the America's Bookseller Association emails, and there's a lot of merging going on right now. Um, so we're not sure where it's all going to land. A lot of lines being canceled in big publishers yes. too. A lot of romance lines being slashed yeah, I completely. That too. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure how it's going to land, but I see there's a lot of books that I can't get to right now. We'll get emails that say, "Hey, there's a merger. We've got a couple of these books. Oh, wait, nope, they're gone." So we're we're losing our our variety of of things that we can order from them. It's it's I in in the publishing world as an author watching it. Um, it's getting harder and harder to get picked up, to to even get looked at. They're very, very picky. Um, women's fiction, very big right now. They, you can sell the crap out of women's fiction. Thrillers are still pretty good, but romance they're not buying. They're not buying U.S. They're not buying fantasy very much. It's it's. Well, it's, it's interesting <coughs> that, that you say that because that's – kind of where we're at right mm -hmm. so you know we're eight ten manuscripts <coughs> deep that we need to get finished and get out we just released two books last week we've got two more books coming out in a couple of weeks but even beyond that we've still got eight or ten manuscripts and we're a small you know we're a teeny house so mm -hmm. we're there's four of us <coughs> yes. you know me and the three interns of doom 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> Goodness, those poor guys. That's what I'm going to call them now is the interns oh, of doom. That's horrible. Because <laughs> they're I, awesome. I think it's a good opportunity, though, for you guys, for, this, for the, the smaller well, press to come up. But here's the thing, right? So, you know, you can only work a manuscript so fast. Mm-hmm. And there's no point in taking a manuscript if you can't do it. Right. right, right. You know, right now the average the average book's two years from acceptance to publication. That's what my and first one was with my small and press. it's just it's just not fair to the author. Mm-hmm. And you know what we say to every author, every author that we take on, it's like, dudes, we're not doing anything you can't do yourself, right? Yes, we do it so that you don't have to. That's the benefit of choosing the press over doing it yourself, but. If you don't want to wait the two years, you don't have to wait the two years. Mm-hmm. Just go do it. If you've got the energy and the passion yep. and the commitment and the money to go do it, then go do it. See, like, my press signed me, and I had no clue that it was going to be. It was 18 months from the time I signed to the time I released, but they didn't tell me that. Oh, wow. And I didn't hear from them for a year after I signed and I was like I kept emailing him like right. are we still publishing this like right. you know right. and and That's then one scary. day I said they said oh here's some book covers and I was like wait wait a second okay now we're working you know but a lot of people don't a lot of presses don't tell you that it is literally going it's, to take it's forever two years. Wow. Yeah. and it's, it's two years and I, and I just see that getting worse because they are going to try and hit Right, they that's they want to try and get the hits, mm-hmm. so they're gonna try and take only the manuscripts that they have the greatest opportunity to, to hit send. with, yeah. mm-hmm. which means you know, hey, we don't need as much staff because we're not gonna just throw stuff out hoping one of them's gonna hit. We're gonna actually narrow it down, and we're only gonna put out what we know we can put exactly. some money behind and promote and get a hit out of. So, you know, I only see that getting worse over time. Um, but you know, what does that mean? What does that mean for Jen? So, you know, Jen's out there hustling, right? Mm-hmm. She's building her own brand, right? She is the CEO mm. of I'm the everything. You know, yes. Jen Winkler <laughs> Enterprises, sucks. right? She's the boss. I'm the worst boss ever, by oh the way. Like, nothing gets done. <laughs> <laughs> but Jen. but what does that do for her in the future as these changes occur within the business market? Mm. What do you think? I think it'll be tougher. She's definitely gonna have to push more. Find out who everyone is that she needs to talk to, and and I mean self-publish. Self, I think there's no shame in self-publishing. You just have to know what you're getting into. I, I mean, will say it is easier self-publishing than it was with my press. So I did four four books with my press, and I still had to, I still had to push. I still yes. had to meet people. I still had to market. I still had yeah. to do all of that. And the reason I walked was because. If I'm doing all of this, why am I paying them when mm-hmm. I can buy a software? And, and, and actually, with one of my series, I was, buying, I was doing my own covers. So it was like, why am I paying, why am I paying them 35% out of you know, the, the little bit that we get for them to do everything? So that's why I took all mine back. And it's, I have made double on my own than what I made in these three years with my press. And that makes sense because they're pushing for so many other people and they you're are. just pushing for you. Um, and I think a lot more, I know, I don't know, I can't speak for other booksellers, but I think for me, I don't look down on self-published. The only thing I like to do is vet them a little bit more yeah. just because you want it to look professional. You want them to, to have that professional editing done. You mm-hmm. want them to have an outside, um, opinion or feedback on what it really looks like. And if you think that they haven't done that, then I, I may be a little bit more wary of picking them, picking them up. 
You do have to be. No, I agree. There's some self-published that are absolutely horrendous, and there's some self-published that you can tell they've gone the extra mm -hmm. mile. I mean, I, I, I am fortunate that my critique partners are both developmental editors, so I get that from them, but then I pay a copy editor because I couldn't tell you where a comma goes. I don't really care where a comma goes. That's why I pay her to tell me where the commas go, mm -hmm. and I'm good. You know, <laughs> she gets it, and I, I don't have it. to worry about it, and we're good to go. So I pay a copy editor, and I pay professional cover designer because those are important to me. Those yeah. are, in, you know, and I don't want to, we were just discussing, I, I flew past my release date, and I'm now getting the penalty from Amazon because I didn't feel the book was ready and I wasn't going to mm. put out crap. I just wasn't going to do that. That's not, it's not worth it to me to ruin my series and my name to just meet a date. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Definitely. That's, I mean, that makes me feel much more confident of putting your book all out for sale right. at my pop-ups. Right. So, so um, for those that are interested, I, I'm going to segue just a little bit because I know there's, there's uh, some tools out there. If you are, say your patient's, you know, you're looking for titles, or mm -hmm. if you're Jen and you're looking to make sure your books meet that muster, there yeah. is actually a checklist um, the Independent Book Publishers Association of America has published that you can go through and make sure your book meets a certain standard. Okay. And that's what they, you know, they did that with the intent of helping their members meet that standard that booksellers mm -hmm. would be confident to carry the book. So... Um, you can check that out. I think it's IBPA-org. We'll put it in the notes. I'll put it in. <laughs> we'll put It'll be in the description. <laughs> we'll just put It'll it in, be the in the description. description. All right, so now, uh, quick, okay. quick question. Yes. Barnes & Noble merger. Good, bad, or do you care? No. I don't know. It's a little sad. Jen, good, bad, or do you care? I think it's going to be rough. While it's happening, and I, but I think after hearing and reading some of the things that I've read of the plans for it, I think it will be good in the end. Um, he seems a little more in inclusive of indie published authors, like he's willing to maybe accept them a little bit more, which I think will help a lot because there's, I mean, really indie published is taking over a lot of the publishing industry, and I love it. I, I think you know them being shut out of there has been a problem, but I think if he can include them, it's going to end up being a good thing for a lot of authors. I, I'm personally, I'm excited about it. I think that um, if you look at their track history with Waterstones in England, it demonstrates that they empower local stores to make important decisions oh, and they work to empower that connection to the community. So I think you're going to see, you know, and, and I'll be honest with you, I have as a publisher, a pretty good relationship with Barnes and Noble. Mm -hmm. They've been very good to us. Um, you know, our tour last year was 90% at Barnes and Noble um, because they had the resources to order the books, have them in stock. You know, they were supportive of us. They had wonderful signage when you were arrived at the store to do the signing. It was all fantastic. They right? advertise. They yeah. advertise. They promote. You know, you, you've mm -hmm. got the brand. you got the power of the brand behind you. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we were very well treated by them. And, I, and I'm optimistic that that, that will continue. And hopefully um, we'll see some of the opportunities that maybe they haven't been able to take advantage of mm -hmm. that they'll now be able to take advantage of. So yeah. um, I, I'm excited about it. I think it's a good, I think it's a good move. 
in the in the long run. So I think they needed to make the move. Clearly, yeah. um, you know, I think clearly they were a ship without a rudder. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you they were know, definitely I think that, that they had leadership that wasn't quite sure where to go. Right. And I and I mm. honestly, I think they had leadership that was not book people and yeah. was not focused on the book industry. And that's the thing. You can't have somebody running a book company that's not a book person. Uh, yeah. It's and hard. You know, I mean, it's one thing to have a, a, a retail-focused talent running your book, your right. business, but, you know, clearly they were out of touch with what was happening, with in, the what was happening in the industry. And their response to that was not at all in step no, with it was the opposite so, of what they needed to do. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I, I, for one, am excited about it. I think it's a book-focused organization that has taken them over, and I think we're going to see a lot more book-focused programming, a lot more book-focused effort, and, um, you know, hopefully, cross your fingers, um, yes. a, a rebound for them. It's going to be a little bit of a mess in our, Oh, yeah, everything, it's going to be a short-term yeah. mess. It always is. But I hope know. we can keep our Barnes & Noble. There's not very many of them around. I, l- I still love Washington I love Barnes them. and Noble. I mean, I, d- I read mostly on a Kindle now, but I'll still go in there and mm-hmm. all the good oh, books yeah. and fiction. And <laughs> yeah. I love it. I'm a, I'm a book I have a Barnes & Noble account. I love it. Yeah. I yeah. love Barnes & Noble. Yeah. I really do. I, I, you know, if I need something and I can't get it from the publisher right away, I'll go there. Yeah. yeah, if you, yeah it's so um, along those same lines, just to transition a little bit, as a member of the ABA. Right. Um, what news are you hearing about indies? Are you seeing more indies opening? Are you seeing fewer indies? What What are you hearing from your your? We're having more indies or? open. Um, we're also we're we're definitely getting a lot more organized. We're opening more, but I did see something that we're our sales are kind of lagging a little bit. Um, not sure what they're contributing that to, You're but about independent booksellers, independent right? bookstore okay. sellers, um, our sales have gone down just a bit, but. We were discussing. I don't like that. August, uh, it's yeah. it's definitely, seasonal, you know, right. I, I, well, I think they compare year over year, and they said it's gone down a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, but we were going on an uptrend. Right. Right. And you can't constantly. I mean, when I look at trends, they're never always. Well, I think up. there's a. It's just there's always that little bit of. There's a change. huge amount of. I mean, in the bigger picture, there's a huge amount of headwind against all retail right now. Mm-hmm. And a lot to give people a reason to pause and and be a little concerned. So I, I you know, I I don't necessarily know that that would be a book industry thing. I just yeah, I'm not concerned with. I mean, it doesn't sway me away from from where I'm going and what what I'm. I still buy books. Doing with money. <laughs> I buy books all the time. Yeah, I, I think my husband looks at my digital orders. And he's like, oh Lord, I, I don't want to see it. <laughs> I think it's part of the change of what yeah. people are looking for. I think yeah, they're I looking think, I mean, for they, more yeah. of the smaller. They're looking for something that's more. You know, something that they're that feels more like them, more like home, because a lot of the so books that are places that are opening are very cozy. So as sort of a as sort of a a non traditional business, mm-hmm. right? Do you find that you have people that seek you out? Do you do you have like a like a Bonnie Books clan or? <laughs> no, I don't think we have a clan yet. <laughs> we don't really have a clan. I don't. I, I don't. Think so. I, I don't think we have a gang or the Bonnie book. The Bonnie cult. <laughs> the Bonnie cult. Yeah, the Bonnie cult gang. Of Bonnie. Bonnie book cult. I don't know what they call <laughs> them, Bonnie. but no, I don't. I mean, we've got a decent amount of people, but I I wouldn't say that they seek us out. I think they seek more of our events. They like to go to you know District Four. I, I'm expecting a huge turnout tomorrow for you know the Brickade takeover. Well, of course. So that's going to be really fun. So I um, will I will say if you're if you're in earshot of this and you can be at Jared's, um, there's a couple of things that are happening. Uh, we are going to have proofs on hand for 
both uh, Bill Campana's mm-hmm. new poetry book and Patrick Hare's <gasps> first book of poetry. What? So, um, yeah, I'll be delivering those proofs to them yes. to look at. Uh, That's exciting. Tomorrow night. I'm so, super excited. So that'll be exciting. Um, yes. We did, as I said earlier, we just released two books last week. Uh, J.A. Junta's book, uh, War Gollum, which if you have been, uh, if you've been paying attention to the whole, the whole sort of hubber roll about violent video games and how <laughs> violent video games have supposedly created these uh, violent people, um, you really should read this book because I could not have timed this release oh my any <laughs> that is so good. better. Yeah. We've had this manuscript about a year and a half, and literally it is the story of, of goblins that decide that they are going to build this golem, this metal golem robot to do their bidding. Mm-hmm. And they want to summon this, this evil spirit to be in their golem and do what they <laughs> tell him to do. And so they go through and they do this ceremony and they summon this golem and it ends up being a, a pissed off teenager. <laughs> and so did the you just give a spoiler? He did. He spoiled it. No, actually, I did not because that's on the back of the book. Okay. Oh, okay. It's all, it's all, all right. But that's the point. The point is, is that, you know, you think you're getting one thing. <laughs> and you get something else. And you get something totally different. And, and, it's, and it's always a pissed off teenager. So. Well, but the thing is, is that it's, I live with two it's of a them. great... <laughs> The, the fantastic part about this book, and this is probably something I need to really put out and promote, is is that it's not, like, the the kid isn't what you expect. You Typical. Know. Well, not, not even that. It's, it's he's, he, he it's, it, it kind of shows how complicated that is, right? Because, mm. you know, this, this kid that plays video games hormones? suddenly <laughs> finds himself in a real life situation where he has to take a life. And, it talks about that, and you know it's in the fantasy book setting, right? So you know there's it's storytelling. There's golems, there's goblins, <laughs> right? and, there's, and there's and goblins and goblins, <laughs> but it's there, and and it really kind of I think drives home that story a little bit, and it drives home that point that you know don't judge that based on that because there's a whole lot more involved than what you're mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. what you're saying. So it's a really good book. I'm pitching it because, well, this is the Brickade podcast, so I can do that. <laughs> you should. You should um, totally, and I should get a couple copies. We've got some fans that uh, They should be here pick up a couple. Friday, Saturday. All right, let me know. Like that. I got some peeps. I got to let them know there's they another coming tomorrow, out. So they like his the stuff. They, they ask me all the time when he's bringing something the else out. other book that we just released, which is probably one of the most, if not the most anticipated books that we have yet to release, is the third book for the Healer's Legacy trilogy. So that book sure. has finally been written and got to me, and um, we've gotten it out. So um, I'm sure if you've been online, you've seen the fantastic cover that Fittipanda Cruin did. Um, just, I can't say enough about how awesome he is in his artwork. He's just amazing. Um, did he do all the other two? The he other did two? them all. He did, he did them all. He's also doing Bruce's series, too, the, the Magic series, so the Platinum Magic series. Um, which that book will be out, bef- the Gold Magic, the second book in that series, probably be out before the end of the year. You see, this is where you start mm-hmm. to see, like there's manuscript after manuscript after manuscript after manuscript, and so it, it you know, things take time, right? Um, and we've got a, a new sci-fi book coming out from Louise Robertson, who is, right now, we've done a book of poetry for her. Yes. Um, but this will be her first sci-fi uh, story and it's really a good story and and again it's taken 
you know, it's taken time to get it to this point. And, you know, she, like everybody, hey, when are we doing this? I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to get out and sell this book. Let me get out there. I want to get out there, right? <laughs> and it's true. You, you know, always feel like that with the first. And well, like, yeah. but it's, <laughs> crap, now I got to do this again. <laughs> but it's legit, you know, and, and uh, you know, you got to, you've got to, you know, you, you got to just, hey, we're working on it. We're getting mm-hmm. there. We're, you know, we've got to get these two out and then we got to get this out and then we got to get this out. So it's a challenge, right? So then, you, of course, when you do get it, you're like, okay, we got to make up for this difference. We got to make that work, and, and we got to make up for the fact that we've asked these this poor author to wait two years mm-hmm. to get this book out. Um, so you're out there going nuts trying to market the living daylights out of these books, and it's just crazy. So, um, all right, any last uh, closing thoughts? Because we've already been at this thirty. Oh no, minutes, thirty-six so. minutes. Yeah, yeah. How long are they normally? Oh, uh, I don't know, yeah. 15, 20, whatever. Oh, we're way over. Whatever we That's talk. Okay. Well, whatever. We, babble. Yeah, okay. whatever we talk about. It's just us talking. I so think I got, I got every. Did I get everything? Did you touch everything? Did, did you, you want to touch the, the book festival or save that for next The Mesa time? Book Festival coming yes. up on December 14th, 2019 yes. at Benedictine University in Mesa, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you already touched it. Yeah, I think we're <laughs> good. All right, good. We're good. That's um, the only thing. We'll, we can, uh, we'll have you back. When we get closer to that, we'll have you back and we can go over like all the guests. And That's going to be fun. I'm super excited. Um, maybe we can even get uh, Jennifer Roberson to come up and sit with us. I think that would be hilarious. So... Oh, you don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know. You don't even know. Um, we need to get the clue in here is what we need to do. Oh. Well, we had him here a couple weeks ago. So yeah, but we need to get him back. Cause yeah. Cause he's he's, just he's got the radio voice. Well, and he's entertaining. He's, he just, he's energetic and yeah. he's exciting to be around. And not that you're not exciting to be around. <gasps> yeah, I get to hang out with him. Oh, my Lord. I get to hang out with him in Prescott. That'll be fun. Well, yeah, he's go. really fun. I just pester him online whenever I need something. He and I are always next to each other at like Comic Con and that. Always, we always say, yeah, we're always within a couple booths, and so we chat and we talk and we get in each other in trouble. And we, <laughs> and I know his pitch and he knows my pitch. Oh and we're my good goodness! To go. <laughs> we I got think I'm it. gonna wear the shark fin tomorrow. <laughs> are you really? Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm gonna put the shark fin on. <laughs> he's got the shark fin that does right, the lights. Very good. All right. So um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Thank you so much, Patience, for no, joining us today. I hope you, um, I hope you uh, felt as though this was worth your time. <laughs> yes, um, totally welcome. I love it. I, I love good. hanging out yeah. with you guys. Uh, excellent. Good. Uh, Jen, as always, thank you for being here mm-hmm. and for sharing the microphone time yes. and learning about uh, yet another individual out there in the literary world. Uh, we are here, of course, at the University of Phoenix podcast room in the beautiful Mesa Chamber of Commerce in beautiful downtown Mesa, Arizona. And you can find this podcast anytime you'd like. Uh, BrickCaveMedia.com, BrickCavePodcast.com, or your favorite podcast distribution point. Uh, my name is Bob Nelson. Jennifer Windrow. Patience Allen. Thank you guys so much for being here tonight. Thanks for listening. And uh, we will come at you soon, probably sooner than you know, because we actually have to catch up a little bit. And and we've got, uh, I forgot what I booked, but I booked us for another podcast next week. So. 21st. Yeah. So so we've got another person coming in. So, <laughs> all right. It. I'm out. See you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>